June 4th. I will be covering logistics in this audio log. I will be leading a team of three operators, each with a rig and parts sled. I will be both the project lead and lead engineer. So now I have about three days to learn how to be a lead engineer. This is to appear as if there will be nothing out of the ordinary. I will be operating the bulk loader rig, which will serve as both the mobile base for this operation as well as the barracks for the crew. Additionally, we will be carrying 140% of normal rations, 16 mining probes, and two times the normal mining bits. And we should be landing in Liberville International Airport in Gabon in two days, where I will meet up with the crew. They will arrive at a private hangar, so it appears that we are in Australia. From there, we will be escorted to the coast and begin operations in four days. End of audio log three. Yo, yo, yo. What is going up, you guys? This is the Sticky Buttons podcast. We're coming at you with another episode today. Season two. Um, episode three. We're really excited to talk about this because this is season two, episode three, where we're going to talk about E3. Yeah. What do you have on E3, Blake? What are some of your thoughts? So E3, actually, I wouldn't. I want to know what E3 stands for. Basically, E3 is just like a, a trade show for video games, and it stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo. And it okay. basically, like prior to this year and last year, it was just like a big showcase where developers, publishers, and the people that are in video games media, I guess, video game reporters. They end up going to this and they get to see a ton of games, both like triple A expos and also like the chance of you seeing just like an indie game booth there. At least that's how I understand it. Honestly, I've never, I've never been, I really never experienced it until now. So everything that I just described is kind of like secondhand, like what I've heard from other people. And I think that pretty much if you follow anybody big, like any big video game media person like they're they've been to e3 and they probably talked about it and they probably talked about i don't know they probably just talked about their experiences and a lot of i think there's like a lot of people that are like i don't even know if this is good because this is basically just like a big marketing thing and like these companies pay a lot of money to be there and then we watch it and it's like are we just playing into like the video game marketing hype and i think that's that that conversation has kind of popped up um, especially like with it being digital this year. And I, I guess it has been physical in the past. Um, they're kind of wondering if it's even, if it's even worth it, which for the record, I don't even know. I mean, I thought that I experienced E3, but then as it turns out, like I was on the day, I was trying to find like the live stream of E3. I like literally could not find it on the internet. And I tried for like 15 minutes and I basically ended up just watching like an IGN YouTube live stream of E3, which I guess is, I, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to do it. I don't even know. But I think like IGN is like a video game journalism company. So maybe they had like the rights to it or something. And then it's like, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's basically you just get there and watch game trailers and see some ads. <laughs> but it's exciting. It's exciting because there was, we got, 
like we have one, two, three, four, five big game trailers that we wanted to talk to you guys about. And also like, we're going to be talking about other things as well in this episode, but that's kind of just like our topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and guys, like, this is the Sticky I, Buns podcast. It's a pretty chill video game podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Blake. <laughs> I want to start it. I want to start this off just asking you a question about this episode. How would you feel about naming this episode the Jordan episode? Because it's the Jordan? season two, episode three. Does it have anything to do with, oh, is it is his number like 23? Yes, sir. It's not the twenty third. Honestly, fuck it. Let's do it because it's not the twenty. It's not the twenty third episode, but it is the thirty second episode. So I guess that's kind of like, yeah, fuck yeah. it. I like that. Go Jordan, man. I have a pair of Jordan three. joggers, so I'll, I'll go put them on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the spirit. Get in the spirit of being on the go. It's with some joggers. Dude, I actually uh, have a funny story about um, like a piece of Jordan apparel. So I went to a uh, a Marshalls when I was in college. Do you know what Marshalls are? Yeah. yeah like TJ Maxx kind of things. And I got these uh, <laughs> I got these like like the like the long underwear, you know, that they would like wear under your that you wear under your like athletic shorts. Yeah. And I like got it, like took the tags off, washed it, and I put it on and I was like, man, this just doesn't really fit right. And I was like, I don't really know what's going on here. And I literally wore like I I wore it on and off maybe like for like a year or two. And then I was I put it on one time and I was like, no, dude, this is like I have so many other of these. Like this just does not fit right. Like something's wrong. And I like look at the tag and I was wearing a child size, man. For like two years. I didn't even know. I I hated wearing them, but I just was wearing the wrong size, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry I did that to you, Brandon. <laughs> you're, you're a character. You're just a character, man. Hey, man. Being easy breezy and like just taking life one step at a time. Uh, not everybody can do it. You know, you can't just can't just be easy breezy like me. <laughs> I wish oh, that I would have uh, read the tag on that one. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, when you're always on the go. You don't you don't really notice things like that. But speaking about being on the go, mm-hmm. I know you've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. I've been playing Pokemon Go, and funny enough, that's going to be the topic for next week's episode. Should I? I so I guess spoilers. I got a, a new Pokeball Plus. And do you, do you want to talk about that this week or next week when we talk about Pokemon Go? We can give a brief, just so you know, we can can briefly talk about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. next week I'll I'll tell you the whole story about how I got my hands on a new Pokeball Plus. Basically, if you want to Google it, a Pokeball Plus is just like a a small controller that like looks like a Pokeball. It only has like two buttons, an A and a B, and like really the B is just the joystick that you push in and a joystick. And you can use it with Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and Pokemon Short and Shield. But the thing is, is they totally stopped making them in 2018. And the thing is, if you are going to get one, you should really get a new one because it has a Mew inside. It's like a, like a digital Mew. And it was, it was really challenging to find a, a new one. And it was, it was kind of a crazy story. So I'll, I'll save that for next week. Um, but if you want to just like take a look online on like what a Pokeball Plus is, 
and maybe download Pokemon Go because it's super awesome and we're going to talk about it next week. And I guess to say a little bit, a little bit about it, Brandon and I downloaded it and we just love it. (laughs) So we'll be talking about that next week. And yeah, also on Pokemon, we've been pronouncing Cinderace wrong, Brandon, this whole time. How have you been pronouncing it? We've been pronouncing it Cinderace and it's Cinderace. No way. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I didn't even know. And it sounds so much cooler. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure, man. Cinderace? What is that? What is that supposed to be, Cinderace? It's like Cinderace, but you just say it with some flair, man. Cinderace. Where's the... Ch- I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. <laughs> let's let's Where, What's your source? I just listened to a bunch of Pokemon podcasts recently, and they all say it Cinderace. Damn, that's interesting. I mean, if, they, if the experts are saying that, then I guess that's how it's said, but... Let's see. The ultimate consensus is the anime. Oh, that's true. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to play a video really quick. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah. Well, the one that I watched was Cinderace. Okay, let's see Cinderace anime. Let's just let's just agree to disagree for the sake of the pod. Okay, let's we'll look it up later. Well, yeah. I can't find that right now. Well, well, maybe maybe it's Cinderace, maybe it's Cinderace. Maybe maybe we're both saying it wrong. I don't know. I guess we're moving on. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can nickname your Pokemon whatever you'd like. And my Cinderace was nicknamed Hot Steppa. That's nice. <laughs> <I'll take> that. <laughs> That's cool. Honestly, honestly, Cinderace, it has a really cool that like pyro ball. That's cool. And that's a sick Pokemon. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know if I I mean I haven't I haven't maxed out my Cinderace yet, so I don't know if I like his moveset yet, but at the moment, I don't know. I think there I think there might be cooler fire type out there. What's your favorite fire starter? Infernape. Infernape, really? I know, man. It might be a hot take, but I don't it is know. It's a dude. hot take. I just love them love the monkeys, man. Actually, that was like as soon as I I think I bought that one because I was like, oh my god, it's a monkey starter. Like, fuck yes. <laughs> What's yours? Charizard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can't really compete with that. But all right, man. So let's go, let's jump right in, man. Let's jump into this E3 stuff. Do you want to say which game trailers we're gonna talk about? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Yup. 2D Super Metroid Metroid Dread. Yup. <laughs> Elden Ring. Yes. Yes. And Outer Wilds 2. Eh, it's okay, but we want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, man. I guess right off the gate, dude, do you want to say which one you're most excited about? The one I'm most excited about is going to be Elden Ring. Yeah, that one looks super sick. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of torn. I I think that Elden Ring is gonna be super cool, but I think I'm probably most excited about the Avatars, Frontiers of Pandora, or Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. I guess the okay. thing is, I'll be able to get my hands on Guardians of the Galaxy in November, so I guess I'll know. 
Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the trailers. Do you want to go first? Do you just want to say say your pieces about any of them? Yeah. Um. I I have some notes on all of them, so I can just go down. Yeah. Let's just go down the list, and you talk about yours, and I'll just fall right up. So for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, it seemed like a really fun fun game. It kind of took me back to like playing Marvel games on the PS2. Um, it seemed like really fun. The animation was spot on. The gameplay seemed really fast paced and exhilarating. It seemed really smooth. And I really liked how it flowed with like the story. Like, you could tell they had like the cutscenes that they showed us and then they would immediately show us the gameplay that went with it. So, and it was also like a really cinematic game trailer. I watched both the cinematic trailer and like the the gameplay and you're, you're getting a lot of cinematics with it and, and that's kind of what you're paying for with a type like this mm-hmm. um, but it, it's probably not going to be a cop for me yeah yeah so so really quick on this the when they were this was square enix's i guess their event or whatever which are the people that make final fantasy and tomb raider they released a cinematic trailer that was like under four minutes and then they also had a like eight minute gameplay trailer and i after watching the gameplay trailer like it really like i don't know if you picked up on this at all but it looks like you can like make choices and how you like interact with your crewmates and it's like peter quill or you play as peter quill and also like if you haven't seen it yet they do not do like the the movie people they like base them on or the the characters are based off the comic books and not the like the movie the movie one like it's not oh man i'm thinking of the guys oh. it's not it's not mcu based right right yeah it's not mcu based cinematic. what's the peter quill what's the actor's name the guy from parks and recreation yeah yeah i keep thinking of andy dwyer but that's his name in yeah that's literally <laughs> the name that was coming to my mind i was about oh, to say God, i'm gonna be so mad i obviously like we know this it's not him chris pratt that's what his name is it's not chris pratt in the game no it's not it's not chris pratt it's like a totally different person and like all the people are a little bit different and like rocket has like a it actually looks really cool man he's i i don't know some people said they hate it i think it looks cool he's got like a beard (laughs) it's like a braided beard which i thought was kind of cool but basically it kind of looks like when you play you're gonna get to like choose die different dialogue options and that's gonna affect the gameplay and it also looks like you can, like, in the combat, like, tell your, like, the crew members, like, how to attack a certain, like, enemy. And I think they said that for the most part, no matter what you choose, like, dialogue options, like, you'll still end up at the same place. But it the characters will feel differently about you based on what choices you make. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's kind of interesting. Like, in the trailer the the peter quill that's playing in the trailer he like decides to like without even consulting any or like without consulting anybody he has drax like just throw rocket across the ravine and it was kind of funny just because like it went like a cutscene where rocket was just like swearing and cursing and and he like wouldn't do the action until peter like stopped in and said like all right i'll like up your cut by 15 percent if you like do the action and he's like okay but like he looked super pissed about it <laughs> <laughs> and just like those kind of like small actions like i'm just really pumped for it yeah it seems like it's going to be a really fun story and i i'll see i'll see i might change my mind about it well so here's a, here's another thing so with all the other ones they just released like cinematic trailers and actually with this 
I guess like this Marvel game in particular, there's actually, I don't know if you were, if you knew this at all, Brandon, but there's kind of like a controversy on their last game. They, they released like the, the Marvel's Avengers, like in 2021. I think that we talked about getting that, but then we ultimately decided not to. It was like almost a year ago at this point. And it has like, got like terrible reviews and like almost everybody hated it. And that was done by Square Enix as well. So I think that's why they, I think that's why they released the eight minute gameplay trailer, because I think a lot of people were like, yo, you totally screwed up that other Avengers game. And like, I think they kind of did that to like build trust. But even still, I'm probably not going to buy it on the day one because I'm probably just going to wait to see because like it's possible that it, it's not even good, you know? Yeah, I doubt that though. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So the <laughs> the Metacritic score was a 67% for this Marvel game, which is pretty low. Six out of 10 from IGN. And I feel like they normally like, when they have like a game that's like kind of controversial, they normally like kind of, I feel like it skews a little bit up just so like they don't like completely like ruin the, you know, the publisher or whatever. But I guess that a lot of the controversy there was that a lot of people wanted like a single player game and they like totally tried to build it as like an online game that had like, like there was like microtransactions, like games as a service kind of heavy and people are just like, it's not even good. So I think they have to build trust a little bit. That's kind of why they have like the eight minute gameplay trailer. But I mean, if it like, like after day one, if people are like, Hey, like this is a good game, I'm probably definitely going to pick it up because it looked super fun for me. And that just looks like a really fun experience. And I, I would love to experience more of star Lord because I feel he's got like a very specific like role in the movies. And that's kind of like where I was like, that like kind of put me on to all the characters. I'm like, yeah, I really like Chris Pratt. And I don't know, man. I think that, like, I think that I'm sure that he's, like, having, like, a take on it, you know, like, a different take on the character. So, I'd love to see, like, what else is there, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm also curious to see, like, the comic book side of, of the character. It seems like there are some differences, some stark ones. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting, especially because, like, I mean, obviously, like, this IP has been around, but I, I had never really heard of Guardians of the Galaxy or like Star-Lord until they made the Marvel movie about it. So. Yeah, me either. But. All right, man, well, do you want to move on to the next one? Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Um, <clears throat> I was excited to see an Avatar title because it, and you know, it was a first look trailer mm-hmm. and, and it was mainly cinematic. So I kept that in mind while I was getting super excited. Because, you know, we did have that trailer episode where we we learned that trailers are very cinematic and marketing plays a huge role in them. Yeah, and it um, doesn't really always like kind of line up with what the game actually is. And and this is an Ubisoft, Ubisoft game. Yeah. Um, and they make, I mean, they're a great developer. They, they've made some pretty good games. And yeah, it, it seems really cool. The Avatar universe kind of reminded me of a movie. It's been a while since I've seen the seen it, and a lot of the creatures were like new and outlandish. I was really intrigued by them. It seems like it could be a really fun title that doesn't place too much emphasis on the story and more so the gameplay. Yeah, just like the world and like going around it. Yeah, navigating it on like different creatures and just exploring. Yeah, man. 
Well, I actually have a couple things on this, if you don't mind. One, I know a lot of people are out there that they don't really like the Avatar franchise. I unapologetically fucking love it, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's like one of like my favorite pieces of art of all time. And I, I know that that is a hot take, but I have like some very specific reasons. And I don't really know if we have time to get into that right now. But basically, like, I just think Avatar is rad. And any like seeing that in like a game, like I'm just so excited. And like also I did some like extra research on this. They couldn't really, they didn't even know if they were going to be able to show this because they had to wait for James Cameron to green light this game, um, like green light, green light the ability for them to show the trailer. And they were actually being held up on that by his progress on the movies. Cause I, I don't know exactly what it is, but somehow this game and that movie are going to be like the releases are going to be coordinated or at least planned in some way. And I think that this was kind of, I don't. I think that they had to get permission in order to show it, for for various reasons. Which one of them is the fact that it looked like there were some of the the RDA, which is the corporation that owns the mining company. The RDA. It looks like there were some RDA people on Pandora, and at the end of the last movie, there weren't. They were all gone. So I don't know. What does that say? I'm not trying to get too speculative on what that means for the story. But that's just really exciting. Also, another thing that's really exciting is I think it's called this. They like advertise this at like the very front of the trailer. So if you want to go see the trailer and see like, I think it's called the Snowdrop Engine or the Snowflake Engine. And that's what Ubisoft is using to create this game in. That's what they're going to use for the next Star Wars game and for the open world Indiana Jones game. So if you want to like see like what next jet like what a next gen game could possibly look like using this engine, you should check out this trailer. And obviously like that game is going to be like what it is and not the trailer like we said, but it's just exciting to see that maybe perhaps this is what games are going to look like on the next gen. So, pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Do you have any any questions on on that or on Avatar yeah. specifically? <laughs> I really want to get into the next title. Okay, let's do it, man. I'll let you take lead, man. <laughs> Metroid Dread. I'm really stoked for this one. It's the fifth Metroid title, and it, it looks so crisp and well put together. And I don't know, man. There's just something about seeing Samus in 2021 in her own title that's just... It, it, it's it's so complete. I think the timing by Nintendo is perfect. And it kind of makes me appreciate Nintendo being so secretive about about their stuff it has these side scroller elements with like different aspects mixed in it it's not only the side scroller it seems like there's some cinematic you know built into it and man the trailer really sets the tone for the game it 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 shows sam is getting chased down by a mean looking robot with like gyrating drills on their arms oh man it's crazy (laughs) It's it's gonna be a definite cop, man. 10-8-2021. It's coming out soon, man. You only gotta wait a couple months on that one. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I think that one and the Guardians Marvels of the Marvels Guardians of the Galaxy are coming out this year, and I don't think any of the other ones are. 
um, that we're going to talk about. But yeah, dude, the Metroid Droid, man, or Metroid Dread. It's like, dude, I'm so excited, man. It's also like some Brandon didn't mention. It's 2D. And I think this is the first 2D game that they've had in like two decades or something like that. Like I think all the other ones have been like in 3D. And this is like a like a callback to the OGs, man. Like a return to form. And that's really exciting. I'm I'm super stoked, man. And, it, and it's really cool because like something that I guess like you would really only know. I mean, it wasn't really advertised. Like they didn't make like a big deal about it. But this year is the 35th anniversary for Metroid and the 35th anniversary for Zelda. And a lot of people, because Pokemon's making a big deal, Pokemon is making a big deal about their 25th anniversary. People like speculated that they were going to make big years for Zelda and Metroid as well, but they really haven't done anything for Zelda. And I think a lot of people that just love Metroid are kind of like on their seats, like, is anything going to happen? And this was kind of like their last hope. E3 is like one of the last big, I guess like announce, like gaming announcements of the of the year. I'm just so happy that for everybody that loves like 2D Metroids, man, I'm so excited that there's just a new game. I mean, because it's exciting. They haven't made a, a Metroid in a while, have they, Brandon? They haven't made anything since the 3DS, have they? Uh, yeah, they, they haven't. Did you play the one on the 3DS? Mm-mm. I wish I did, though. Well, I think, I guess that one had some controversy. I guess that one was, I don't know. I guess there's also like some divide between Metroid fans about like 2D versus 3D. I personally, I can't really speak to that. Have you played any of the 3D games? So I guess you can't speak to it either, but I don't know. We like the 2D one. So, I mean, I recently started playing the, the, I think Metroid 2 or Super Metroid. I've recently started playing Super Metroid and Brains played a couple, a couple himself. So that's definitely, we're excited about that one. And I'm ready to move on to the next one, dude. The next one is going to be Elden Ring. So this one I was also really excited about. It's a new world created by Hidetaka Miyazaki. He's the guy responsible for Dark Souls. And George R.R. Martin is also involved. And, you know, he's behind Game of Thrones. Man, I got to tell you, I had my credit card out in the first 10 seconds of the trailer. I said, shut up and take my money. <laughs> the cinematic seems so, so fucking sick. I was, man, I, I was, I'm just so stoked about it. It gave me like nostalgia for like Skyrim kind of when that was going to release. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm feeling really good about this game. I think it's going to be really fun. The cinematics on it were really interesting. The characters, the narrator, I think it's something we'll be talking about for years to come. Yeah, that's a lot from a trailer, man. <laughs> we're, we're out here trying not to not to perpetuate the hype, but no, dude, I'm right there with you, man. Like that thing looks fucking sick. And if you haven't seen the the trailer for Elden Ring, like go watch that shit because it's it's cool. It's there are a lot of like like it's kind of like dark fantasy kind of vibes, and oh man, it's got like. So the Hidetaki Miyazaki, he, I think he's the creator of like Dark Souls and those kind of games like Bloodborne. I think that's, it's the same studio that does all those. And I have recently found out that I love games that were inspired by those games. Um, like the combat, like the quote unquote souls like combat. Um, turns out I love that. And I didn't even know that these games existed until I played Jedi Fallen Order. 
And I've recently picked up another game, Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm going to talk about next week. And that has Souls-like mechanics in it too. And man, I just like, I cannot wait to actually play a From Software game, which is like where these mechanics were like originated from. And I just can't wait because it, they, I mean, so many things that I have like loved since then have been inspired and I don't want to go back, which I mean, like I should go back, but I, I mean, right now I'm really in the mindset is I just got a PS5 and I, I really just want to play any, anything and everything new that I'm really excited. And I think I'm going to hold off and wait. I think I'm going to have this be my first from software game. But also there were a lot of arms, a lot of spooky arms, spooky hands in that, in that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Also, let's say you can ride a mount, which is like my new favorite thing to do is just like ride around on a horse. <laughs> so <laughs> also, man, do you want to, you want to talk, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. So this one is actually, this one's kind of funny. I mean, this is Outer Worlds 2 and you should really go watch this trailer because it's actually, I think this is the shortest one. I think it's only like yeah. a minute 22 or something like that. And <laughs> it's it's really kind of funny, man. Do you want to? It's quirky, and it yeah. it, it broke the fourth wall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it it truly was the perfect cinematic trailer. It's it showed suddenly and for no reason people were running, <laughs> and they had like funny cuts, and then they show us like this person, and they you know they're very honest. They say the developers haven't finished much, but the title. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of like a whole commentary on the whole like cinematic trailer thing that we had discussed um, a couple episodes ago, and what inspired us to to read that book, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. It's it really feels like a complete commentary on that. So you should definitely check that out because yeah, I think like he's, it starts off and it's just like this like the narrator is like suddenly and for no reason people are running. And then it was like, like at the end of it, I just thought it was really funny because they like show a picture of like the the guy and they're like, and you can see a silhouette of our hero, but you can't see his face because the animators haven't finished animating yet. And I was just like, damn, like, that's kind of funny. It it was actually pretty hilarious. It was like a commentary on the whole cinematic trailer thing, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. And it also like, being a cinematic trailer, it looked really good, man. It looked, it looked fun. I didn't play the first one, but I heard some good things about it. So maybe that's a title we check out when it comes down to it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's the that's the topic for today. So tell me, Brandon, what have you been playing, man? Man, I have been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Yeah. What level are you? Did you have to start over? Level 12. Yes, I did. Uh, I want to hear. Yeah. We'll hear more about this next week. We'll... <laughs> yeah, I've been actually I'm reading a lot of manga too. this one show I really like called My Hero Academia. Yeah, I've been reading that. <clears throat> now I'm planning. It's really good. I, I think it's better than watching it. I, I think I should be reading it. So now I want to like read other animes that I really got into as a kid. Yeah, and I'm learning Python. Yeah. So and that's that's been going pretty well. I'm, after this, I'm actually gonna go do some more exercises. I don't know. I'm getting actually pretty excited about it because when I like run a program and I get it right, it's just it's pretty pretty good feeling. Yeah, definitely. And I've been working a lot 
got a got a ship tomorrow morning. So, yeah, You're selling those Patty G swimsuits. Selling those baggies. Yeah. <laughs> got any cool designs this year? Yeah, we have this one like duck design. It looks really cool. I like it. I'll look it up really quick. Oh, are they like kind of pink or gray? Yeah. Oh, those are sick, man. Well, I saw the picture. It's fine. Yeah, those look cool, man. Those look sick. I don't know. I don't own a pair of baggies. I, I never really, I never really got one from the old Patty G. Do you like them? Do you like the baggies? I love them. I, I think do they have I'm, the mesh net in them? Yeah, they do. <clears throat> I think that's why I didn't get them. Mm, that's a pair I'd wear for the rest of my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Wow. They're so versatile. Well, there you go, folks. Patting on your baggies. Get you some. Put some in your closet. Won't do you wrong. Well, if you don't mind, I'd love to talk to you about Ratchet and Clank, man. Yeah, tell me about it. So I got the I got the new Ratchet and Clank game for my PS5. I probably I think I've played like two hours at this point, and I'm just I just got to play as Rivet, which is the kind of counterpart to Ratchet. Um, and basically, in Ratchet and Clank, they they kind of open up a dimensional rift, and you kind of play as like Ratchet, and then Ratchet's counterpart Rivet um, from another dimension. And I'm really excited to see kind of what that's going to look like. To tell you the truth, before I get into this, I've kind of like I've been starting so many games recently that I just like kind of got like burnt out of just like playing the intro of a game and like doing chores like and learning how to play the game that I just like th- this one like I don't know what it was it, I don't think it had anything to do with Ratchet and Clank I think it's just like I've just played so many of these intros that I was just like no thank you like I just got to take a break but like because like the first mission like I don't know it just felt like very checklisty kind of chory and I was just like man I, I gotta take a step back but I'm really excited to, to kind of tell you guys more about it because here's the thing Brandon it's insane. It like literally, dude, there is like no difference from the cutscenes to like you playing the game. Like this feels like so next gen, man. And like they totally like the controller feels so great. And I'm just having a rip roaring time with it. Aside from the fact that I'm, I'm a little bit, I just like want them to like, let me be free in this and kind of not like, like, I just want like, you know how like in, Kind of like the intro, like the introduction hours, like they kind of like hold your hand. It has like kind of like a vibe where it's like, we're not going to let you do everything yet. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm super sick of that. And it kind of feels like I'm still in that a little bit and I just want to be out of it. And I'm just kind of frustrated by that. But honestly, like that doesn't take away from any of them because I've hardly, hardly played it, but I've played enough to know that I'm going to absolutely love this game. And Oh man, just like the, when you like actually like pull a rift towards you, like how you see in the trailers, like, oh my gosh, dude, that is just insane. The way that feels like, just like, oh my gosh, it's like so seamless. Like that's so crazy. And I just like, I feel like everybody that has a next gen console, like, or I feel like you should get a next gen console to like experience like that. And like what that feels like, cause that's crazy. And that's really cool. And so like you kind of start off in this like futuristic parade and it's like super bright and like, like straight up, it is like overwhelming. 
it's like sensory overload because like everything like looks like a cutscene, but like you're playing it and it's like loud and you're like in a parade. And I think it, that's like by design. I think by design, it is supposed to be like so bright and in your face. And it's like, I think it's supposed to be sensory overload. And like, if you have to like take a step back, like that's like totally cool because like, it's like so much at you. And like, you've probably never seen anything like this. Um, like no game like this and it's crazy and they kind of like as they're like walking out like opening the doors to the the parade they're kind of like why are we celebrating like it's just been so long since we've saved the universe like like do we even know how to do that anymore and it's kind of cool it kind of sounds like it's like the the creators kind of having like a commentary on like the game like it's like do we still know how to make a ratchet and clank game because like they haven't made one in a while and that's really cool and oh man it's just like it's crazy because like when the dimensional rift happens in like the opening scene like it's just crazy because you go from this like world that's like everything's so bright and there's like it's like sensory overload to like the other dimension and it's like so dark like i literally had to turn my brightness up to be able to like enjoy it because it was just so dark it was like the complete opposite and I think that's kind of like the point, you know, that it's like where we were and where we are now are like the opposite. So anything can happen and it really kind of feels like them having that like very visual contrast kind of feels like, like shit's at stake, you know? And it's kind of hard to do that. And I don't know, like in a franchise that's been established, you know, where they kind of see, like you play these games before, you pretty much know that Ratchet's gonna win. Like, I don't know. This one feels kind of different. Like, it kind of has the tone where it's like, yeah, he might not this time. So, it kind of feels like everything's stacked against him instead of everything's kind of in his favor, you know? Yeah. So, I'm really excited to see more of that. And it's it's like a new twist on the franchise, man. And also, like, it's cool because I haven't played it since the PS2 and they have, like, so much more platforming. But it's also, like, you know how, like, platforming's been around for forever like jumping yeah. from like here like like you know like just running and jumping the gap you know like is that really like is that really rewarding in today's like day and age like is that really like what a platformer is you know especially when you have like, like titanfall 2 where you can like grappling hook and run on walls and like all kind of stuff like that so it really feels like they they did do that thoughtfully and like even like it just feels like familiar but also challenging and like it's still got like that like kind of like fun platforming elements to it and i'm just excited to get more into it especially like with the riffs too like that really adds another layer oh and you can phase like literally like hyperlight drifter how you can like phase it kind of looks like they like i mean i don't know where like what game that like came from but like you hit the same button and you like phase so like, i can't tell you how fun it is just like like shooting somebody and you can see they're about to shoot you and you like phase a little bit to the right and then just like blast them. Oh man, it's so much fun. I'm having a good time. Oh, I'm having a good time with it. I actually, after we're done with this, I'm probably going to play it because I just want to, <laughs> I want to see some more of that. But like I said, when it came out, I was like just feeling kind of burnt out with like all these intros because I've started so many games recently. I'm really excited, dude. This feels like this might be after I play a couple more hours, I'll let you know, but it kind of feels like this this is like a, a PS5 must have. Oh man. 
that's high praise dude honestly man like you'll have to come over and see this because like you can really like i don't even have a 4k tv it literally looks like like imagine like a new pixar movie and you're like playing it as a video game like there's like no difference between the cutscenes and like what you're playing and like you can see the individual hairs on ratchet and like yeah dude i don't know man i've never seen anything like this i've never experienced anything like this so this is damn dude <laughs> man that sounds like a fun game I, I definitely gotta stop by and check it out yeah man and like honestly like the just like with the graphics like man i don't even know how to describe it it's almost like like you know how like you watch something on your phone and you're like oh like that looks like really good like that looks like really crisp and then like you put it on the tv and you're like oh my gosh wow that's like so crisp like you have like like just upset a little bit yeah like imagine like we've just been like playing on our phones this whole time and then somebody puts it on a big screen you're like oh my god like i didn't even know this was possible it's kind of kind of how it feels so I'm just excited. I'm excited for everybody to be playing games where they look like that because that's just nuts. And also like you can see like reflections. Oh man, I don't even, it's cool, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all I have for all I have for this. All I have for today. All we have for today. Do you have anything else? No, sir. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our Jordan episode. Two, three. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> going to be... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to be making uh, the episode art Jordan. Um, so don't be thrown off by that. I guess if you already saw it, you already, you already clicked on it. But yeah, so please, please go follow us on Instagram. Um, YouTube, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also find us on Patreon to support us on Patreon. And this, I think, is the third, yeah, third episode that we're posting every other week. Um, so if you have any like specific feedback about that, like please like reach out to us and let us know. And like we've kind of said earlier, starting in August, we're gonna try and do something on the off weeks, whether that be streaming or a YouTube video. So we're trying to get that set up for you guys just so we can have a better experience, a better community here. And yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? Nah, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to end this. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. It's in the streets. <laughs> <laughs>